0: Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Monday. Hope everyone had a nice weekend. Uh, this morning, we talk about one of the biggest stories in the space, of course, the Other Side Land and the results of this weekend. Very high volume weekend for people buying and selling Other Side Land. So we went in deep there. We also talked about the other trades in the NFT space like VFriends 2, Look Lab's Game Keys, Look Lab's Endgame, uh, and a few other projects. As usual, this content is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up. At the nifty.com slash ftx or with the code the nifty on ftx's mobile app we're also going to be having amy one of the higher ups at ftx on the show this week and we're going to give away three nfts uh for the value of four thousand dollars so four thousand dollars worth of nfts that are curated by me will be given away to audience members on the day of that show so you don't want to miss it hope you enjoy this show good morning ladies and gentlemen this is the nft morning show we what? do this show what? monday through this friday happened? 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m I'm P.O. I'm here with my co-hosts, Nifty Nick, Captain Kicks, Signal, and our valued speakers, Easy Eats Bodega, Depeche Node, Ben Jammin, and new speakers Spencer Gordon Sand, who I asked to join us here after he had very insightful uh, thoughts on the Yuga Labs land sale. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Happy Monday, everyone. What's going on, Nick?
1: You, you just you just cut out music in the middle, like you're like you literally you start the song and people in disco are like, whoa, what's this song? It's fine, cause and, and first everyone's song like, was what's fine? It's like, and stop it, just cut it. Yeah,
0: some I'm some, done. There's some song. Nine oh seven, Nick. Relax,
2: okay. To, to take a little deep breath in, Nick. Okay. Look, the, we, the, the only thing worse than him cutting a song halfway or something happened to the music is when you talk over it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes the songs get uh, pretty explicit, and I remember that there's like lyrics at the end of that first verse in the Mac Dre song that I was like, yeah, we're not going to broadcast that to the entire N- NFT space, but the song's banging. Uh, Rest in peace, Mac Dre. <laughs> um, so, so check it out. So we had a big weekend, right? We had the Yuga Labs land sale, and uh, that was a big deal. Everybody on stage, pretty much, I think, participated. Uh, easy, you, you participated, right?
3: Oh, I made the trade of the century. Turned a dollars into about twenty Solana, two hundred Solana. I lied. To about twenty grand. It was a great trade. Exited my bear into Apland. Sold my Apland pre-reveal. They were both two tier ones with minimal artifacts, no resources. I'm at peace with my bags. Life is okay.
0: Okay, nice. So you did. So you ended up rolling. Okay, bears uh, from Solana profits into Ape Land. Did you KYC more than one account?
3: No, no, I actually did not even KYC a singular account. Um, I lucked out and had somebody hit me up that morning saying they did not have the funds and asked if I wanted the wallet.
0: Geez, where were those people uh, hitting me up? That sounds like a pretty good deal. So you, you sold need some them friends. <laughs> did you sell them at uh, at seven?
3: Uh, I sold, well, it was a weird situation. So my situation was extremely stressful on Saturday. I know everyone with the gas was freaking out. I moved my funds from Seoul five minutes before the entire network went down. So like I was sweating because my money had not actually cleared and the network shut off. And about two minutes after that, it cleared into ETH through like a shift. I was ecstatic. I skinned my teeth. But then what happened was I messed up the mint for the uh, other side minted one with 1.4 ETH in gas, and I only had like two eight, So I was already like, oh, shit, I don't know if I have enough. Thankfully, I bothered the hell out of WAPI, and he gave me a flash loan. So I ended up then selling one of the lands to WAPI because he basically funded the gas for like half of one, for six and a half, I think, and I sold the other one for eight.
0: Okay, so you had a a hell of a weekend for sure. Captain Kicks. have you trimmed any of your bags?
2: Um, yeah, I, I'm a gambler. So I, you know, I felt, I felt pretty strongly that mathematically the play was to sell pre-reveal. Um, but I wanted to do a little gambling, gambling ended up not working out, didn't get any crazy good land. Um, I sold one at like 6.15. Um, just because how how big this collection is, I I knew that, you know, we were going to have to come back down to earth. Um, Thought about buying a rare land. I'm glad I didn't do that. i um, still holding on to the coda. Um, I, think, I think it's worth it to hold on to the coda, but yeah, I trimmed one.
0: Nice. Very nice. We all know what Nifty Nick did yesterday. He did it live on the show.
1: Uh, do, Nick, Do they? You- do they <laughs> pl- oh, sorry. So we're just going to go over through everyone and just skip over me. I don't get a chance...
0: I think that's the best you had a
1: chance to state yours. Easy had a chance to state.
0: I didn't state mine. The hosts don't state. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But I didn't state mine. But I do want, why don't you give everybody an understanding of what you did yesterday?
1: The whole ape trade was one thing. I missed out on $50,000, was the uh, net uh, uh, missed opportunity, but gained a lot. Um,
0: $200,000 realized gains?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And the. um, Bravo. What's that?
0: I said, "Bravo! Congratulations! Two hundred thousand yeah. dollars." I'm pretty sure a lot of people would like to just have two hundred thousand dollars for clicking a button. Just another week for Nick with a uh,
1: five-figure airdrop. Yeah. So I'm um. Well, so okay. Real. Quick. Basically, I minted and flipped those two live on the show on Saturday. So those sold for thirteen point eight ETH. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, making that completely up. Well, when Micah was uh, t- walking us through it. Uh, we minted. I paid an insane amount of gas. I think 2.4 ETH in gas for two, so 1.2 per uh, item. Um, what was the land price in ETH essentially? What was 305?
3: Uh, it depends where you bought the ape. Sadly, it was like a, I would, I'm calling it like 2.2 ETH to two to two and a half ETH per land.
1: Okay, so let's say 2.25 plus one. So my cost in the each of those was let, let's just say 3.5. And then I sold uh, one for 8.5 or something and one for 7. Uh, So that was the gains on those trades. Then I got airdropped uh, Ape and two Mutant. I sold one Mutant pre-reveal for 13, uh, I think around 13 ETH. Um, Those then, uh, I was trying to sell the Ape Land pre-reveal, but couldn't cancel and lower the price. There was a timing issue. Note to self, when you uh, have a listing, you can't update in the last few minutes. You can't lower the price. Uh, So you may want to extend a little bit longer if you have a target exit time um, by a few minutes just so you have the ability to lower. Uh, I didn't have that ability, and then the floor tanked on that during the reveal. The Ape Land was sold for uh, 13.5 ETH, and the uh, other plot, I got a coda and sold that for 33 ETH on uh, Mutant Land, and so that was those are down slightly right now. But the Mutant Land, I actually think I may have the lowest sale of Mutant Coda Land potentially. I I haven't I haven't se- I've been monitoring, so I haven't hmm. been watching this. But you no, can- I think
2: you sold it, you sold it right. We were monitoring the floor on the show yesterday. You sold it uh, right around the the average sale for it. I personally think that despite you uh, feeling a little regret after making those sales, I personally think that you... You made great exits. Yeah, There's, I think you made the you, you made a good trade. Uh, I really don't think that these things are just going to make you feel any type of regret for a there. These
3: are
1: going lower. Uh, I'd like thing- to get back into the codas at around 15 would be my target. So anyways, that's uh, so my. I think these go lower.
0: Well, uh, I have something. So, what about the board ape land? So, you sold the board ape land sub twenty. You have to think because I think th- those were selling at forty prior to the reveal. No, no, right? no, no. They, oh, they okay. weren't.
1: They weren't forty. It was whatever a hundred thousand dollars is. I have no idea. But those dropped significantly after that. I think it was thirty ETH. Uh, no. Pre-reveal thirty. ETH. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. It was near forty. Basically, 36 was what I was actually seeing them go for. So, and then, uh, and so I was trying to dump at that price, but I couldn't lower, uh, and undercut the floor. And then the reveal was happening, and I was just like, shit, it, there may have been moments left that you actually, I probably had a few, few minutes where I could have jumped in there, but then unfortunately, like the the market was started calibrating very quickly. Um, and so, man, those, those reveal. Moments are like fast moving, and it, you, you can definitely. I was sitting there telling my sister, I was like, Uh oh, this may end up costing me a significant amount right now. I may have just messed this up, and then it, it literally materialized. But I mean, I can't really complain about a lot. I'm gonna be honest.
0: Yeah, the reveal came on all of a sudden. Uh, people were talking about 24 hours after the sellout, and it came. You know, well they soon. gave a
1: discord they gave a discord notice uh, oh, gotcha, an, gotcha. And over an hour before I got the alert on my phone saying reveal's about to go down we'll give one more update uh, and then they gave an update saying 5 p.m so they, they they specified it
3: even even when they opened up their claim for mutant and uh, Apes they said within 24 hours these will reveal and that was oh, within that. okay within. They, yeah would they say 24. within and it was also like at 10 or 11 p.m. Eastern time when they sent that out so like I was thinking it's gonna be closer to seven or eight but I didn't think they would wait till that late again. I, I think the reveal was actually relatively smooth, too. I mean, we did see a few whales sniping codas and making, like, 30 ETH profit trades within the first five minutes. There were some
4: reveals that came out early before they even announced yep. it. It was, like, partial reveals that they had to walk back a little bit.
0: Yeah, ben, the how- API went live about 20 minutes before... Yeah, so yesterday, you know, we had uh Easy doing some live, you know, price quoting and, and just price action reporting based off NFT nerds. Spencer was giving his analysis, too. And I want to kind of get to to that here because I think it's still actually relevant. Um, You know, the, the market for these things is still super hot. Ben, how did this go for you?
4: Yeah, well, well, first of all, it was a really long weekend for me. I was in Atlanta at the fan-controlled football event, so I had to... Leave there Saturday night just to make sure I can guarantee having you know better service and stuff. So, went back to the hotel. I had my my iPad and my iPhone. You know, with my two KYC wallets, ended up minting two on each. So I spent um, about five ETH per wallet, including the the Ape Coin and the gas. So uh, about ten ETH total for four. I sold two of those pre-reveal for seven ETH each. So I made. Uh, fourteen out of that. So my mine were all paid off from the jump, and then I went and claimed um, nine. No, I, I claimed seven from my board apes and my mutants. So I was sitting on nine, um, and then those were all covered already uh, w- with uh, the first pre-reveal sale that I had. And then when when we were talking yesterday, I told Nick that I almost bought his coda from him when I was looking at him. So that, that was pretty funny when he sold it at 33 there because I was actually looking to scoop and I ended up making a play with, with the the pre-reveal profits that I made and I bought a coda, uh, a, a second coda. So my, my mutant land revealed one coda, which is awesome. And then I went and bought a second one on secondary at 28.5 and I listed it on OpenSea and Looks Rare at 33 and it sold overnight. So I, I got looks rare rewards from that. I got about four or five ETH profit from that one. And now I'm sitting on the, the original nine that I had. And I bought a 10th one for, I think, 5.5 ETH that had um, the second most amount of artifacts and resources you can have on a plot. And um, I got a pretty good deal on that one. So all in all, I ended up with 10. They're all paid for um, all the the profits that I covered everything paid for all the ones that I have so I'm sitting on a, a pretty big free bag that I'm excited about and uh, I, I was digging overnight into the, the CODA traits and and some information that was released that I'm gonna I'm gonna write a little bit of content about today.
0: Amazing, man. Well, that's, uh, you know, some great maneuvering here by an experienced market maneuverer, Benjamin. Uh, Wow, what a haul. So you have 10 plots of land, one coda out of those 10, right? Yeah, yeah, I ended up.
4: So I have I have a bag of 10 now. I didn't sell any of my uh, board a permutant land. Uh, Those are just going to be holds for me. Um, I was considering selling one of the mutant ones when, like Nick said, it was around like 13 or 14 ETH. But Again, like I was on, I was on no sleep. I was on about an hour and a half sleep for for um, Saturday, like go uh, Friday going into Saturday and Saturday going into Sunday. Each day, I had really really early flights. So during the reveal yesterday, I was actually sleeping around with like four or five p.m. and I woke up in a cold sweat, panicking about like when it's happening. And I saw that I was already like half an hour late. So I had to rush to the computer and try to figure everything out on the fly, but. I think I did, uh, you know, I made some, some really good moves from, for myself. Fortunately, I, you know, I had some liquidity to be able to do so, uh, which, you know, I, I understand not a lot of, not everyone in the market does. So I'm speaking from a, a place of some privilege financially. But yeah, I made some good moves. I'm really happy about it. I'm planning to hold most of those. I, I may sell some over the over a couple of days, you know, if, if you know we get some information about codas or artifacts, but. I mean, I'm, I'm looking to snipe more, to be honest. I think the floor uh, is going to settle at a bottom around four ish or so, you know, just because what people had to spend in ape and gas. So I don't think it's going to go too much lower. So I'm banking on that, hoping that people are looking for a little liquidity near the floor and get rid of some of their tier fours or fives that have uh, rare artifacts and resources on it. And uh, there's still so much that we don't know about all that information and, and some of which I think I have some pretty good insight on that I haven't seen talked about yet. So I'm just excited to dig in further to this and use my profits to be able to snipe some more land as well as go into some other projects that you know I've been, I've been kind of eyeing lately.
0: Yeah, man. Ten plots fully paid for. That's incredible. Uh, I realized that we jumped right in and we actually didn't get to our weather report. Uh, So, Captain Kicks, I know it's your turn uh, to deliver the report on the weather. What are you seeing out there?
2: Yeah, it looks like Hurricane Other Side has came and went. We're on the other side. There's uh, the sunshine peeking through. Um, we're really excited. Lots of money was made over the weekend. The volume was at $476 million on Saturday, which is pretty bonkers. I think that was the highest all time. Um, uh, check my sheet here. Yeah, $476 million. It's either tied for or highest all the time. But then Sunday, we see a huge retracement right back down to $142 million. Which was that range that we've been sitting at um, for a while now. So you can just see that you can do the math there and and postulate that pretty much like three hundred and thirty million dollars was just uh, people that don't trade that often uh, wanting finally wanting that exposure into the board ape uh, yacht club uh, community. Um, apes uh, pulled back from all time highs down to one twenty eight mutants at twenty six. This was very expected. Um, since a lot of that price action was pricing and what they would get for the land. And I think if you do the math, it you know it pretty much retraced pretty close to exactly the equivalent of the value of the land that you got. Um, Azuki's doodles, Moonbirds um, are all up. Uh, looks like some uh, liquidity is shifting around, but out of those three, the most significant was the move for doodles doodles, finally breaking above that 20 E floor. At 22.5, my inside sources tell me that that pump was due to an announcement by one of the founders essentially saying, I'm going into the lab with a pen and a pad to get this damn label off, and I'm not going to tweet until there's something big coming. So that really hyped up a lot of people. Um, Nice, nice run there. Um, ENS domains, the canary in the coal mine that this market is stupidly irrational and that we're all going to lose all of our money continues to do well with four digits now selling for two ETH. And today, ETH sold for 20 ETH. Um, once again, confirming that IQ and money is not correlated in this space. <laughs> Next on the agenda, Cool Cats announces that Chris Hassat has stepped down as CEO. The founders are working with a talent agency to find a replacement, which is interesting, generally you do not work with talent agencies to find CEO replacements, but hey, maybe they need a little magician there at the no, top.
0: You do. Floor you is do. at 5.8. You have 5. to do executive 8. search. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to do
1: executive yeah. search. Yeah, yeah says not the it. recruiter who likes selling recruiting services.
2: Yeah, because I'm ahead, sure Gex. the talent the talent agency has a lot of experience hiring people in uh, with NFT experience. I'm sure that'll work out well to get themselves a nice boomer. Uh, that guy and Nick can go play pickleball on the weekends, and I'm sure Nick can get them up to speed on what NFTs are. Um, go ahead. That's
5: a, solid, that's a solid pickleball reference. I got to do it.
2: <laughs> thank
4: you.
5: Thank
2: ahead, you. Thanks. Gex. Uh, MetaKey from Maddie DCL Blogger with a recent seed round from Animoca, uh, who's also tied to the other side, had high volume. They've also announced their own virtual world. I mean, who doesn't have a virtual world these days? The virtual world for Maddie is called New Ganymede. It will have land, cross metaverse quests, play as your avatar, and more. The key floor is at 0.2 ETH. Over in the coin space, Crypto's uh, down, ranging a little bit. Coin hit $15. Not sure exactly where it is at now. Um, and then the last piece of information that we have is that the company that is building out the BAYC Metaverse has made a total of eight games, um, with one of them being including what they're building for Yugo Labs. Um, and, uh, all, uh, uh, six out of seven of their previous games, uh, have been canceled. Um, so we'll, (laughs) we'll, we'll see how that one goes back over to you in the studio.
0: You love to hear it. Uh, easy. Did you have something to add to this? No, no, no. I'm just waiting. I got some, some trade talk. I got
3: some plays I'm trying to make all with some catalysts here this month.
0: Got it. Well, uh, one thing I wanted to ask Easy is, like, what do you think of the technicals surrounding the current state of affairs for the land? Like, we're not going to only talk about the land today, mm-hmm. but obviously it's a big story. And Easy did a great job of giving us the technical analysis of the state of affairs yesterday during all the action. What are your thoughts about what's happening now?
3: Yeah, so, I mean— I woke up this morning and obviously took a look at it like one of the first things I did just because of the volume. Like that volume is unheard of that we saw yesterday. It's done more than a majority of projects, which in itself is bullish. My big concern though, is we're currently sitting at about 12% of total supply being listed. So around actually 12 and a half right now, about 12,000 listings. So you need some massive volume to push through that. Uh, Even sitting here at like just under four and a half. It seems like it's held that four wall. Well, I think the average cost was slightly over four between four and five ETH per plot of land. So it seems like people are either exiting here to recoup cost. My big concern with this too, is due to the massive supply and a lot of people who KYC, the likelihood that a lot of these people have spent a large amount of their bag on the land, it's there, it's present. So we're going to see a lot of volatility here. I do think we trade between that four and five range for a few days. You're going to need a big catalyst, though, to drive that listing countdown, especially with just pure total supply. So I'm torn on buying at four. I would like to see if it dips under four. There's a good chance i pick one up. But until you we agree. know, yeah, there's, a, there's a definitely a good chance. Like I'm a big 10, 20% kind of trader. If it hits 20%, that's usually my short-term top signal or my short-term bottom signal, and I'm a buyer. And when it gets down to 10%, I'm normally exiting because that's usually a short-term top. So you can play the listing counts like that. Uh, It's where I found a lot of success. But even now, like we're right in that middle range. So right here, it could get really choppy. If we do get down to three, that looks like a very good buy zone because that would be a brand new low. Overall, though, it's tough because we have zero context on what is value here, whether it's artifacts or resources and which ones. So I do anticipate we get some news there. It's a lot of
0: speculation. Okay, and one personal question, uh, because I do have a mutant coda. My haul was a mutant coda on the land that I got to claim for free for having a mutant ape and an artifact on one of my other pieces of land and a four-star other piece of land. So I think I got a pretty good haul. But what are we seeing mutant codas sell for right now?
3: Yeah, so mutant coda floor, and bear with me for one second. We can take a look at this. They're crashing hard.
1: Don't even look easy. They're going straight to the bottom. Uh, we're gonna be. Uh, <laughs> we're expecting a current target price of five ETH on those bad boys. Really looking forward to sniping them down there.
2: Five ETH.
3: And uh, uh, as you
1: yeah.
2: pulls this up, uh, if you aren't weren't already feeling bad about missing gains this weekend, news came out that a 15 year old has made uh, in excess of seventeen million dollars um, in a year in NFT trading, um, made. Uh, Fourteen million dollars by just signing up uh, over twenty thousand emails for the Murakami flower whitelist and winning nine hundred and sixty-one of them, um, and then found out they won additional. They ended up winning fourteen percent of the Murakami flower supply, um, so made you know a cool you know ten million dollars off of that or fourteen million dollars off of that and then did the same thing on uh, the other side land and is the number one holder of other side land is a 15-year-old um, uh, hacker. Good luck. That. <laughs> yeah, bro, he said he
4: bought 114 KYC wallets just to be able to mint Insane that. For half an ETH each. That's, That's so, pretty wild. At
3: 15, you're throwing around hundreds of thousands of dollars. You just become disassociated to what money
5: is at that point. But yeah that, that kid's yeah. life is going to be on a different yeah. track for most people for sure he supposedly has a project which we should get to later so that's part of it yeah, yeah. yeah join us out for discord
6: suit. also we, public markets just opened and it looks like the the groundhogs showed sat so sure saw a shadow and we're in for a bounce this morning that's what it's looking like are we like.
3: getting a nice dead cat bounce on the s&p we are we like that we like that we of
6: like the it. thing it's on 0.08 percent
7: all right well,
3: we'll hey we'll it dive... could have
6: opened down
3: <laughs>
7: we'll, we'll,
0: we'll dive into that. Uh, easy. Let me yep. answer you. Yeah. The
3: Coda land is currently on mutants at 33. Coda land on BAYC is currently just over 50. And Coda floor is trading at 24.
0: Okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, all,
3: all right. So Fanta- you're
1: saying I sold at the proper price? There we go. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. Literally. I mean, when we were talking, the one thing I said to you was please don't bitch that you sold too early. And here we are. You made a good trade. I'm proud of you. You're growing.
0: <laughs> uh jesse you have your hand raised what's going on
5: yeah i just wanted to add um on behalf of all the plebs out there that i i've neither bought nor sold any quotas or land or anything else so i am I'm, I'm still enjoying being poor so my alpha for the for the um you know the, the plebs out there before our class war is uh for our cold oatmeal you know if you can find like a birch tree or something here now that it's spring you know at it with your teeth a little bit it'll it'll make that cold oatmeal take taste better while these guys make uh you know, 200 grand overnight.
0: <laughs> well, look, I want to, I want to wrap on other side land and then I want to throw to easy and, and figure out what he's thinking here and also talk about like what else is happening in the market. And Oh, signal just raised her hand here. Let's throw to signal. Then node and Spencer. And then easy what's going on signal.
8: Hey, yeah. Morning folks. Um, just, to the people who uh, didn't successfully either KYC for Yuga or just completely miss the mint. I think what the interesting thing about Saturday night was was there was so many opportunities to make money, even if you didn't participate. It was the biggest when, you know, when everybody's looking right, look left. If you if you were looking at, say, Adidas, pre-mint, all that stuff during the mint, and actually before went down to, like, almost one ETH, pre-mint went down to almost one ETH, Adidas went down to, like, 1.2 and immediately after it like completely bounced back so I think pre-mint now is almost close to three and adidas is at 1.6 and it's just to say like even if you can't participate in these mints because they're too far out of your budget always think there's going to be an opportunity on the other side where don't mean to make that pun. <laughs> I hate those words. Um, <laughs> there's always going to be another opportunity that when liquidity has been taken away from uh, A and it's going to B, it will eventually go back to A because projects like Prevent and Adidas will always be liked. So that 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 is like the thing I want people to take away from that just because everybody else is making money in one project doesn't mean there aren't other opportunities out there.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that too. And that premium, that is like the... That was a golden opportunity. And there were prices in other projects that we'll talk about too that were super low. I feel like this was probably the best opportunity I've seen like that in a long time. I can't really even think of one where the prices were so low on all these quality projects and then they immediately bounced. Like you woke up Sunday morning and they bounced hard. Uh, but Node, I know, I think that Node, you had received a coda or you didn't or, or you got your mints in. Uh, I'm just curious, what do you think of the current state of affairs and then we'll throw to Spencer and then we'll kind of move on uh, from this land. But no,
9: what are you thinking about? Yeah. So I uh, on the show, you know, was panicking. I I had to get my my land last minute. uh, And it was a very stressful way of basically making uh, one per per plot uh, if I look at the prices. So I haven't sold anything. Right. But I think my cost basis was around uh, probably uh, what is that? three, three three-ish ETH, you know, per piece of land, uh, didn't sell, didn't get any CODAs. Uh, and what's funny is I made, I made more money by, by minting, uh, or buying two ENS domains that were the four digit ENS domains, uh, than, than my, than my plots of land. So, uh, that was, that, that turned out to be the alpha as much as captain kicks doesn't like those numbers. Numbers are universal, baby. (laughs) Uh, everybody loves numbers everybody understands numbers it's the future
5: yeah a
2: lot of numbers up here on stage no i don't hate the trade i I love the trade it just reminds me of similar uh kind of herd mentality trades we've seen in the past that have often acted as top signals because it means that people are so desperate to like pile in on a trade um but i may be completely wrong and it's uh we all start calling each other beep boop bop bop (laughs) <laughs> at NFC NYC and then I'm going to be out a lot of money
9: yeah I, I I can't tell you exactly why you know like I I can't give you a great logical counter-argument to why numbers are not stupid so uh and I can I, tell yeah, you why go, it come back.
2: and I can tell you why it pumped it was a small group of people that all decided that they were going to pump this narrative and they accumulated a lot very similar to what you see with like Leonidas um him and his buddies accumulating a bunch of uh old project they magically found and then they pump that narrative and it goes out so once again i'm not hating and i do think that you can make some good arguments to patch, right like uh punk uh six whatever he's been using the numbers for a very long time right so it could be like a real counterculture online um movement that like ends up you know working out very well i mean that that could totally happen so I really shouldn't be hating on it as much. Just sometimes for the show, I like to really hate on something for that entertainment value.
0: Yeah. What
4: do and you so, think about the emojis? The emoji that <laughs> like you know, the the head shake. It's
2: like the Kevin of the movement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. Uh, I get Nick. Go ahead.
1: I, I just wanted to comment on what Signal was saying before before we uh, fully move on. Which was, and uh, Wappy I think, was the one that originally had said uh, we were dis- discussing, you know, zig one other zag or zag one other zig, whatever. We were going back and forth on that saying. Uh, shout out to Zig Ziglar. Um, the, uh, uh, the main take was was there was a ton of opportunity there, and we were even mentioning it while we were doing the Spaces Live. Some of the floor prices had been uh, dropping precipitously. I think Cool Cats was below 5 5ETH, although uh, let's be honest, they're they're in a state of uh, upheaval at the moment. Um, it, but there were a bunch of other projects. And what I think is really interesting about that is what you see is the uh, impact of uh, sucking on the the liquidity out of the market. Although it wasn't out of the market, it was actually an a, a overall market expansion. But I think what's, uh, what's insane is Maybe this is actually more of a bullish indicator for the overall NFT market that we were able to push it so heavily and still see uh, the floors that we were at. We saw what the impact is of those um, uh, of, of the drain on liquidity uh, to other side. A lot of us had moved. I, I'd sold Moonbird to to move back in over to other side and be prepared for that. Turned out I didn't need all of that. But uh, ultimately, um, the, it. it I feel like it's a pretty bullish indicator on the overall market that we're able to uh, withstand that amount of volume that we saw uh, over the weekend rushing into Board API Club land uh, and hitting all-time highs. Um, so, yeah, I'm 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 actually overall more bullish on the NFT market as a whole. I'd be a lot more bullish
2: if we followed through on Sunday with over 200 volume after doing 464 million in volume, but we went all the way back down to 152 million yeah. in volume, which means that a lot of people exited and didn't reallocate that liquidity.
1: So, short term, you may be right, uh, and I think, uh, or I actually agree with you. I, I just think more long term, it seems like it, we we are at this place where there's some and maybe I'm speaking too soon, it feels like there's some level of sustainability to the market, uh, and we saw what happens uh, when, uh, like when a vacuum sucks on the system, and so that, that was really interesting.
2: Well, you're uh, going to see the vacuum suck on the system when there's like food shortages later this year. I don't think our <laughs> NFT may do so well. But we'll. Play. I don't
4: know, man. With the groundhog coming up, you know, there, there's going to be a nice bullish run from that. Probably have some, you know, a few groundhog NFT PFP collections coming up. There's definitely going to be some liquidity being. In
2: I like that play, though. Ben. I like that play.
0: It's going to be big time. I want to just get to Spencer, and then we'll hear from Easy Jesse and Iceman. Uh, Spencer, like, what are your thoughts on the state of affairs here? You were watching closely all day yesterday. It seemed like I'd be curious to to know what you're thinking about what's going on right now.
6: So my my big move yesterday was I I minted so I minted two of the lands, claimed one from the mutant, revealed absolute garbage. <laughs> Just straight up nothing, down horrendously. Um, Then looked at the market. What I did was I rotated my minted lands into, sold both of them, and then bought for about a half an ETH higher each time um, mutant lands, one of which I got a four-tier mutant land for around um, like half an ETH above what I sold the uh, other land for. And what's interesting for me to see is even when the floor moves down, the spread between the floor land and the Mutant Land has actually stated about. Yo, what is that clicking you? yeah, yeah, on your mic? Are, are you uh, oh.
0: are you like shuffling cards? What are you doing over there? Sorry, is this better? Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Sorry about that. Um, my headphones are kind of janky right now. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. So, uh,
0: well, you sold all that land. You ought to buy some Bose headphones or something. But yeah, go ahead, Spencer.
6: <laughs> I bought a. I bought a. But anyway, so I'm I'm sitting in a bunch of Mutant Land right now because I think I like that this that the spread between the floor and the mutant land doesn't change as a function of the floor price. So even when it went down to four, now the mutant lands at 5.5 and I've got a long-term thesis on this. So I'm probably going to sit and hold in terms of the overall market. I think it's bullish that there was that much liquidity. And I think it shocked a lot of people on Saturday and Sunday that there was exit for their trades. And I think that that's a bullish signal they were able to do that. I also am looking very much at ApeCoin right now because I think it's pretty obvious that they're going to announce some additional utility for ApeCoin in the near term. The question is just when to enter that trade.
5: Um, eleven dollars.
6: Yeah, that was kind of my 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 target price for it is is around eleven. Although thirteen feels pretty tempting as well, um, and I'm wish i had access to an ftx account not in the u.s so i could have shorted it because the the trade of the weekend was on saturday just shorting ApeCoin.
2: oh yeah dude difficult. easy right I'm, I'm the same way spencer we need to figure out how to like vpn out of the u.s so we can short or just in america let us fucking short some crypto like what the hell's wrong with that let us exercise our god-given rights i'm pretty sure ben franklin put that in the bill of rights somewhere let's check in on that they don't um, want us being able to
4: short because Congress hasn't passed any laws yet for themselves, so they're buying up. Everything. True, they, they want to front run us.
2: Yeah. Good point. Good point. But,
0: but, yeah, and, so, and but actually, actually, yeah. Go ahead, kicks. The one thing I
2: wanted to just bring up really quick, and this this isn't fud, but this is more so just like reality is one thing I would advise everyone to really kind of think about now when looking at the Yuga Labs ecosystem is that they've very rapidly. Expanded the amount of product verticals that they have to deliver value to. Right. So originally, of course, it was just Board Ape Yacht Club. Right. Then they added um, the uh, Kennel Club, but that's always been like a, you know, ugly stepchild. You know, so you can't really count that as like a full product vertical. They added mutants. Right. But now they very quickly back to back added Apecoin and then added Other Side Land. And other side land also has variables underneath that. It has codas, it has resources, and it has artifacts. So now Yugo Labs has to figure out how to keep value accrual for like five or six different product verticals at the same time. Um, So what I am saying is, is that just sometimes if you're trying to make swing trades on these things you have to understand it's going to be very hard for them to like pump all six of those at once. It's going to be sort of like what Spencer said. like They may do something for ApeCoin next. Okay, well, then that's going to be great for ApeCoin, but then if you're sitting on other side land, you're going to be like, well, what about us? And then they're going to say, oh, well, artifacts and resources do this. It's just going to be not as easy of a trade to understand where where Yuga Labs is going to be pulling the next lever. So just something to consider.
1: I wouldn't worry, though. I would just uh, bear in mind that Beanie is in full control of this organization at this point in time. Uh, so we should be good to go on that front.
0: Mm-hmm. Spencer, anything else to add?
1: Just real quick. I think the thing that I'm
6: speculating on is this. Is I think the obvious play here for them is that they announce an in-game marketplace that you can only trade in ApeCoin, which allows you to move codas and artifacts between lands that's kind of the play that i think is pretty obvious based on what sandbox has done um and it, it would give them a way to have their own apecoin only marketplace while also keeping the codas tied to lands but also allowing them to trade essentially as their own project it's a very um, smart idea they're not doing that. doing that they yeah. should hire you because actually that's really smart
0: i think they're hinting that they are doing that so i think that that is what we will see yeah, when I you kind of getting
4: pfps like because they they released the the API yesterday that had the the all the Coda traits to it that you can now see on the explorer. So I wouldn't be surprised if, as we saw in the the leaked deck, how they said they were actually airdropping Codas. I really wouldn't be surprised if we saw you know anyone who held a Coda got the actual PFP.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to have my coda land, right, that is in the mutant section of other side, and then you're going to get airdropped a separate coda. That's going to have value. Your land's still going to have value. It'll be interesting to see the uh, artifact situation. Maybe they're going to uh, airdrop individual artifacts. I put a tweet out yesterday that was like, hey, I could have sold my common land for 7 ETH pre-reveal. Do you think I'm going to get 7 ETH of value from it over the next six months? and And my bet would be, yeah, considering I bought a mutant for 2.85 ETH, uh, the mutant floor is whatever it is now. What is it, 30 or something like that? I got the mutant land that had the code on it. That's worth 33. So I paid 3 ETH for a mutant, and current value is 66 ETH, plus whatever the ape coin was worth. Um, So I'm, I'm not trying to flex or whatever. I'm just pointing out that the way that this economy has worked so far is that they've figured out a way to not only drive value to, Uh, each piece, but create new value. And I'd also like to remind everyone that like, the word is definitely out on Yuga Labs. Uh, You all should look up how much funding Yuga Labs has actually received. I don't remember the exact amount, but it's a lot. It's a lot of funding. And obviously, they're absolutely printing money. They put a 5% royalty on this land, so you can do the math on how much money they've made off the land. On the secondary in the past 24 to 36 hours. Obviously, the primary sale was completely out of control. So basically, the most experienced team, the team that's done the best in the NFT space so far, that's also acquired... the the former you know number one project CryptoPunks and and then also Mebits and they've expressed that they're building on Mebits has basically an infinite amount of resources they have the attention of the traditional investment world the attention of Silicon Valley um, and they've now rolled out their kind of metaverse play and are entering the next phase of what they're doing I'm just saying like I wasn't really that this interested this is their in
2: metroverse play. Digital. This is their okay. cool. metaverse play. Metaverse is coming two, three years now. And <laughs> the, uh...
5: I'm, I am for one. I'm glad that after a crazy weekend, we are back to the normal world of pretending that a metaverse might actually materialize and be fun and interesting. Because I think we know that we, with crypto, when we're not when we want to onboard the masses, I think what we were all thinking was, let's make it as close to settlers of Catan, but on a distributed ledger and costing thirty thousand dollars. That's definitely how we're going to get. The normies to get interested in uh in crypto.
0: Okay, well there you go. Uh, I want to shift to easy and uh, talk about some of the things that you're looking at easy. I think you and I have it's some. Sh- <laughs> Jesse loves flooding the metaverse. I
1: I, li- I like how you just write it off, and it's like the word is finally out on Yuga Labs. I feel like yo, know, everyone here is aware of them. Like we're we're definitely. There, this isn't a hidden secret at this point in time, but I'm I not familiar with that.
5: I get, I get, I get what he's saying. I kind of get what he's saying. It's yeah, just I mean, becoming look, a little more. It's crossing over a little bit, a little bit more To the masses. Um, you're saying, I do think my in. So. I mean, people know who what A16Z is. I mean, not everybody, but I think there's a little bit.
2: Dude, bit the master can can barely fill up the gas tank at. And and put food on the table. They don't give a fuck about Google apps.
0: Yeah. But the point I was making is like my friend that works at Google in sales, so obviously he does well. He's not the average American compensation, but he wasn't really comfortable deploying a ton of capital into the NFT space before. I had got him in, he had bought some stuff, he'd done like, you know, a couple of trades and actually made money, but he deployed five ETH into a piece of land yesterday. So I'm just saying, like that, like he saw it as an opportunity. For him to get into the Yuga Labs ecosystem. And I I asked him like what his play was with it if he was looking to sell it. And his mindset was, I gotta get in on these airdrops.
5: So even saying saying Yuga Labs instead of just board apes or the ape photos, it kind of feels a little more legitimate, right? It feels a little more not corporate because it still sounds cool, Yuga Labs, board apes, but it sounds a little more like a like a real, you know, entity.
0: I actually think it's super corporate. That's what I was thinking about over the weekend is I think that it's modern corporate. When you watch the interview with the Yuga Lab CEO, I think that that's ultra, ultra, ultra corporate. I also think that the way that this was done uh, was pretty corporate in the sense that people had a lot of complaints about the smart contract. Um, You know, I feel like the design is very like sort of mainstream in many ways. I actually think that this is ultra corporate and very modern corporate because you I mean, look, all of a sudden I'm going to go on a rant on this technology, but the bottom line is like, The blockchain technology is like the I know people call it Web 3.0. Nick, just let me get this out and and you can add because I know that you know you you got different opinions on this. But it's like the way I know people call it Web 3.0. I think of it more as like internet 2.0. Obviously, social media was a humongous deal. It's you know, where Nick cut his teeth. Uh, it's connected us in a way like we're all here right now, talking to each other because of social media. It's a really big deal. But when you think about pre-internet versus post-internet, like just the internet. internet technology. That's a big difference, right? That's like a huge difference. And I do view the blockchain technology as similar in scale to the difference of pre-internet and post-internet. And what I'd say is if you've ever had employees that are international and you need to pay them, uh, try doing it without crypto technology. We literally have people in the UK and the Philippines, and if we want to pay them, we can send them money fully settled, not in ETH, not in Bitcoin, not in, you know, quote-unquote speculative asset classes, but literally in digital U.S. dollars, in USDC. And now we have an automatic payroll system that can automatically pay them connecting to our wallet. So at the, meanwhile, at the same time, I'm waiting multiple days, you know, to move money between traditional bank accounts to add to uh, – You know, the GUSD uh, savings account, you can call it, that I have uh, on Gemini right now. So those are my thoughts. Is like once you start paying people and have international employees and you see things that get settled instantly in like literally 20 seconds uh, that goes halfway around the world, that's when you start to really grasp the technology. Nick, go ahead. What were you going to add?
1: I can't even remember after the length of that rant. I mean, this is... Uh... I,
2: I like I like what P.O. said, you know, but P.O. just grows on me every day. He's such a cool guy in real life. I don't think y'all fully realize it. Like, it's, he's a guy you just want to, like, kind of put your arm around his shoulder and be like, dude, let's hang out today. Um I, I... <laughs> Same with Nick too. Honestly, I thought Nick was just going to be all stuck up and be like, "Oh, go sleep on the couch, you, you know, kicks, you, you know." But he was like, "Dude, come up and sleep in my bed with me at a mansion <laughs> and let's really get to know each other." Um, and it, yeah, these guys are great. I just want you all to know that.
1: So uh, I just wanted <laughs> that to- was all he wanted to say. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember what I was going to say, which is jokes on your friend, because the rationale that he just said was, "I'm going to buy a plot of land." for fit, what 5 times 3 that 15,000 and uh, and I want to get in on these airdrops but a it plot of the land <laughs> but a plot of land doesn't entitle you to shit so instead, I
0: th- I think that it will I think that they're going to uh, drop stuff and I look what uh, th- this squad, look, this squad has been historically short-sighted. That's all I'm going to say. In the moment, right, it's easy to, like, draw a line in the sand and stay uh, say all this. The squad is historically short-sighted. I'm just putting it out there. I want to hear from Easy. What's going on, Easy? How you doing?
3: Doing well. Doing well. I'm glad we're finally done with all the ape talk. Now we can get to the real value for all of us portals. Uh, I'm really excited for it. There's two trades I'm looking at here. One has a catalyst May 4th. I'm thinking of the LuxLab passes and the game key. They finally did their airdrop for those that bought the key before 420. It seems like this has been going on for months at this point. They've kept it extremely hidden. I'm excited about that because it means that there's probably something going on there. They've been starting to tease this that they're not making any more announcements until May 4th. So right now, the actual endgame pieces are trading at 0.155. That's post airdrop. So still holding that 0.15 floor. I do think we can test over 0.2 on those. Beanie the stamps don't work anymore. For now. for now, all right, for now. But the Looks Lab game key has been trading between 0.35 and 0.25, and they're launching a burn mechanic. We don't know what that mechanic's going to be. Making that deflationary already under 10k. Looking into May fourth for both of those. Very Damn. Kind of short-term trade. So about a week. Looking here, I do plan to cut and trim into announcements off of that for that entire position. Then the other play I'm diving into is V Friends 2. Swept three of them yesterday at points in the point .8 range. I think these are horribly undervalued with Gary V having the conference in three weeks. Uh this this conference has to be just an absolute banger. Like Gary has focused all of his time, energy, and effort in V Friends talking about this conference, in my opinion, under under one ETH for these, we've seen them get as high as 1.5. For me, I think that's fair value is closer to that 1.5 range. I understand there's a 55k quantity, but there's been no utility discussion around them. So looking at that with that massive catalyst, like if, if Gary doesn't make this an absolute banger on it, then I think the entire VFriends ecosystem is going to see a massive pullback.
0: No, I think that look. So that's my play is the V Friends play because I was like thinking. So okay, we just had a few big moments. We had the Moonbirds moment. We had the Akutars moment. Now we have the Yuga Land Sale moment. Who's next to have a big moment? And I'd bet on an existing entity before a new entity because I haven't really heard of any new entities that are going to come into the space and have like a monster entrance in the same way that like Moonbirds had, although they were already in the space, just not as much in the mainstream. And it's got to be the Vayner ecosystem. I, I don't even mm-hmm. like you know, talking about this as much because I haven't even uh, finished, you know, accumulating my position. But I bought two on my personal wallet, two V friends two last night, so that puts me at five on my personal wallet. And I bought two in the company wallet too. And I just totally agree with everything that you said. It's like it's under one ETH. It's ahead of VCON. Gary, there's even a clip out there where he says he's so weirded out by people selling V friends two before VCON. He's like, you yep. don't think that something's going to happen to VCON? He's like, do people not know me? And it's like. It, it, this is the third time people have slept on this. You all slept on the books. Nobody bought two hundred and twenty books, and if you did, you're happy as hell. We all should have bought eight hundred books, right? And then the, uh, people let be Friends one hit the floor of the Dutch auction, half ETH floor. What's the floor at now? Ten e. Yeah, yeah, so I, me, I agree like,
1: with you. Yeah, and I'm looking at that too.
3: We we don't know what these. I'm, are buy, be I'm used buying for. it right now. I think it's a no-brainer. Like I was yeah. buying ones I actually like. He's teased that like certain backgrounds are gonna have plays. So like I bought a, a basketball one and an MMA one. There's just a lot of things too that have this interesting crossover I've been looking at for some of the similar sports icons and what's mentioned in uh, the Vayner sports passes. So complete speculation, but there's still some crossover between the two. So that entire Vayner ecosystem under one ETH just feels really cheap to me. Like something about it. You're betting on someone who's been an OG in the Web3 space. Don't get me wrong, like. I get tired of all the shit too and all the kind of like corny shit that comes from some of it, but the guy delivers. So like with VCon, it just seems like I'm fading free money here in my eyes. I, I honestly want more and I'm probably going to regret pumping this and talking about it here. Uh,
2: but like, <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to let us accumulate first.
0: Well, I, know, I mean, look, the, the, the bottom line is there's only 15K Vayner Sports, and you're betting on creators that are NFT native that are running a corporation. This isn't like a really talented artist whose art really spoke to people, and as a result, they did a ten thousand piece collection. And there's been high highs and you know some medium lows, and people don't quite understand exactly you know what the future of the project is. This is a business entity in the space, similar to Proof, similar to Moonbirds, in you know in the sense that they're again running a corporation, and NFTs are a big part of that. I mean, Vayner Sports, I got ten of those in my personal wallet. It's like like, I guess I can add, it's just getting a little out of hand, but it's just so cheap and that's why I went for the V friends too like, what do you think? You think that Gary isn't going to be able to have one pump? You think he's just comfortable having it sub one ETH? I understand that there's 55,000 of them, but he has a very, very large audience and he's doing the biggest convention that we've seen to date in the yeah. NFT space for four the days biggest, in a football and he's
2: arena. He's going to hype it up. He's going to hype it up for sure. You're going to get airdrops and all sorts of stuff. I, I to jump for 20 minutes but i just wanted to drop two things one is other deeds temporarily broke b- below 4e floor it's trying to hold 4e floor other deeds may be the first Yuga labs product to go below people's buy-in cost even if it's just temporarily i think that's interesting um
6: i do think it all did that for like oh, for like three weeks no they went down to 3.5 you could have mentioned it at 2.5 but the gas on them when you mentioned
2: 2.5 was 2. Only at the very end. I got my average cost was like 2.6. But you are technically Yo, right. We're going to have to go back
1: to the records to verify this. No, and then Spen- really I like Spencer. Right.
2: So Spencer knows his stuff. There was some people that did drop below average cost. He is correct. Hey, I got um, some
3: breaking news. Kicks, you'll appreciate this breaking news. Uh, okay, Bears' first announcement came out, and the floor is now down 30 solana.
2: All right. I'll never fade easy again. You're right. Easy. I love you. I will be accumulating those later today. I'm about to hop, but I also just want to tell people just uh, do a little research on Shamath's podcast. I highly recommend listening to a couple of those episodes. There's a very high likelihood that we're going to see major like food shortages and, and supply side issues later this year. So just keep that in the back of your mind as you're planning out the rest of the year. We're going to be totally fine for the next three months. But looking ahead, just be smart. There may be some world crises that cause little shocks to the system. Jesse knows he's down under. Uh, They're not worried. They're on an island. They're just going to be just fine. But over in the NFT space, things are looking good. I'll be back on the show briefly. Love you all. Um, This weekend was a
0: lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, Signal, you have your hand raised. What's going on?
8: Yeah, no, after uh, this weekend, I feel like uh, the entire NFT space has become Icarus and gone up to the sun. And I kind of want to go back down to my roots. And I am personally doing my own one-eath challenge just to go back to getting those like those winning gains, those consistent winning gains. So the projects I'm looking at at the moment is uh, Huxley because they have their burn starting, oh, actually starting today. And that's going to be open for 10 days. And if you already hold uh, the comics It's well, you would already have seen an appreciation in value, and I think we're going to continue to see an appreciation in value over the next days. So that is an ecosystem uh, people should be looking at because they'll also have their fourth comic coming out soon, and you're definitely going to need one, two, and three in order to have priority access to four.
1: I think I sold off some of my Huxleys, unfortunately. Uh, Or I think I missed the second one. I have one and three Uh, So maybe I should collect some, too. That one has done surprisingly well. Uh, And the interesting thing there is they had a fully developed comic. Uh, When you contrast this with, um, like, Punk's comic and Pixel Vault, uh, Huxley is one of the most developed comics, I think, that uh, we've seen in this ecosystem. So I like that. Signal's been beating the drum on that since the beginning. Uh, And for those who listened months back... um, She she really came up with a compelling explanation for why it was worthwhile, leading a lot of us to actually uh, mint those Genesis pieces. And then we had uh, somebody from the uh, Huxley team come on stage and discuss uh, more details of the project. And a bunch of us ended up minting a bunch of those Genesis. Uh, So that that fared very well. Thanks for um, sharing those and continuing to beat the drum on that project. Uh,
4: Did you guys see the trailer that? That been released no the movie trailer. It, it's fucking awesome it's like really really in depth he said he was working on it for for over a year and was finally able to release it like uh two
1: weeks ago i think wow okay well that that's that's incredible um we'll have to check that out is that that on the uh, main website um i'm gonna go look for it
4: he tweeted it out i, I was talking about i'll share it in the, the discord
1: we also have a bunch of hands raised so i was gonna i uh, go to the Iceman uh next who hasn't had a chance to speak then secrets and then we can go to, back to uh, jesse and depeche man
0: iceman you got a little uh you know portal discord update for us over the weekend <laughs> good morning my favorite uncles how's everyone going doing
10: after a long
0: fucking weekend
10: i know uh, shout out to all the poor people like me i got smoked um, on the Yuga land, luckily, uh, I didn't put a transaction in, so I didn't lose gas, but yeah, that was uh, a long Saturday for sure. Um, portal wise, I think we're pretty, uh, excited. X copy just put out a little tweet about the regulars. So that's like a, holy nifty shit. Portal- yeah, man, that's a nifty portal Hail Mary right there. So, uh, I know we're all excited about that. Um, you know, Depeche note hit on ENS. I think a lot of us in there are kind of amazed that that's uh, four digit codes are now like two ETH. That uh, really is something kind of uh, ridiculous, I guess, at the end of the day. And there is a lot of speculation, like what will be next? Is it emojis? Is it, um, I think I saw one yesterday, like dates is going to be one. So you got like December 14th, September 1st. I don't know how many variations of this is going to actually go on, but I do agree with Kicks. It seems like Um, at this point we're all jumping into something that we have no idea what is actually about to happen. Um, the only other really interesting kind of mint that happened this weekend, I'm pretty sure it's still minting. I saw it last night, get posted around. It's called surge women passport. Um, it got posted in the discord personally. I saw it and I just, I kind of enjoyed the art and, um, but it looks like it's supposed to be some sort of utility play. It's a passport, uh, That will, you know, give you access to whatever that these people are building. And other than that, there's not too much going on. So that was kind of the Discord debrief, man.
0: Regulars coming along is absolutely hilarious. When you guys were all buying that, I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. I was like, wow, these guys, people are just bored. I was like, everyone in there is just bored. I saw him, Alex, hi, I'm Alex, uh, funniest guy in the Discord maybe, posting so many of them. He like assigned different regulars to the different hosts of this show, saying this one looked like this one. And then uh, actually, the project that we're deeply partnering with, um, the CEO of the project, Garib. I saw bought. Um, I saw he bought a regular, and I was like, "No, like Garab, you must have went in our Discord and saw that people were buying them." Like, oh no, Garib's gonna get wrecked on regulars. And then now I look, and the floor is a quarter ETH, and I know Brinkman was buying regulars too. I think at like. I don't know. How low did it go? Iceman, like 0.03. It went low, Uh, right? Yeah,
10: It it was definitely uh, that low. And you got to think this is not a project that just decided to launch. Like this has been minting out for, you know, I want to say at least a couple months. Um, So yeah, it's, (laughs) it's, It's very interesting that it's kind of catching uh, some steam now, right? Eh?
0: Someone swept the floor right now. Someone just bought six floor sweep in the last 50 seconds right now. If you're in the audience right now, you're out of your mind. I just want to make sure that you understand. You are out of your mind if you're in the audience right now, floor sweeping the regulars. You're hilarious. Um, all right, so moving on, uh, we got a few people with their hand raised. Uh, NFT God, you're new to the stage today. How's it going?
11: What's going on, man? How you guys doing? I, I enjoyed the uh, marathon spaces over the weekend.
0: Yeah, a lot of space. Nick put in. Uh, Nick has a serious motor. He went until 2 a.m. Saturday night uh, and was just on the ball the whole time. I don't uh, understand. Like I, I didn't see it coming. So great. shout out to Nick for having that motor over the weekend. But yeah, what's going on, NFT uh,
11: I was hanging out in, uh, at 2 a.m. And my girlfriend's like, why are these people saying the same things over and over again? Everyone needs to go to bed now. Uh, So It it, it, it was long space. Anyway, uh, a project I want to quickly talk about that I was uh, zigging into while everyone was zagging over the weekend is I I spend most of my ETH picking up actually the Nike Genesis on a dip and it still is in a a pretty big dip. I want to throw out a a couple pieces of uh, data for you guys here. There's currently 20,000 sneakers in the collection. It's actually I think close to 10,000 but The other 10,000 haven't minted from the monolith yet. The most hyped Nike release from the last few years was the Travis Scott Jordans, which had 50,000 pairs in the collection. They currently sell for a couple thousand dollars. There's over a million sellers on StockX of Nike sneakers a year. And the Nike owns the top two selling brands and StockX is starting to integrate NFTs into their platform. I think that the moment that Nike announces that there's some sort of physical sneaker attached to this NFT, that they'll have the single best opportunity of onboarding new users into the NFT ecosystem more than Yuga Labs itself. I I think that with the millions of people that sell sneakers on StockX a year just to flip and get a profit, really the, the same mindset of an NFT collector. Once Nike announces some sort of physical will be attached to this, which they've hinted at in the Artifact uh, Discords, it's going to onboard a ton of new users from these reseller sites like StockX and bring them over here. And, and this, the ability to flip the physical sneaker itself alone, which, again, the super exclusive pairs of Jordans and, and Dunks on StockX go for you know upwards of $1,000, will we'll bring a lot of cost reduction to that cost at the moment, which I think is you know, right around two ETH. Um So I've been picking those up the, the vials they announced that you can put in the sneaker to customize them are going to be burnable. And if you know the artifact vials, they, they, they're exploded because they're burnable as well. And you just have the artifact and Nike name on them, which I think limits the downside and the upside's tremendous. So just based on that data, I've been looking at all weekend, I think this is one of the safest plays at the moment, especially with its deflated floor at the moment.
0: I like that one. I like that one for sure. And, you know, guys like Fran Alations, who were on our show yesterday, shout out to Fran Alations, friend of the show. Uh, he comes from that world, right? And he's done incredibly well in NFTs. He was early and, you know, had an understanding of the digital nature of NFTs right off the bat. And I think that over time, inevitably, you know, people that come from that traditional collectibles world, including sneakers, huge market, you know, similar skill set, they will come around and be onboarded to NFTs. So at Sub2Eth, Artifact, Nike, you know, potential action... I mean, it's the first Nike, uh like, NFT, you know, thing with Artifact. I think it's uh, It's definitely a nice bet. I-, I like that one. J- yeah. Real go quick, ahead, forget. Spencer.
6: Sorry, just... um They actually have soft confirmed what they call that that you can get the physicals because i think a lot of people just didn't know what their terminology is when they talk about when the founders on twitter talk about forging which they talked about for this drop um that's what in the past they've called when they make because they've done physical shoes in the past with the focus drop and the jeff staples drop and they've called it forging and they've hint they've tweeted a couple of times recently like people aren't ready for forging around clonex um and so the Although they haven't made the physical the announcement that you can get the physical copy of the shoe this way or that way, they basically already said it um, is the alpha.
11: Yeah, okay. and they talked about the technology too that's going into these shoes. They're actually putting live flexible screens into the shoes. So when you look at the shoes in the actual NFT itself, they're they're changing colors. That's actually going to be the technology that exists in the physical shoe and. The fact that these are so limited, they're gonna be under twenty thousand. I mean, I could see the physicals themselves being worth the current NFT cost. And now you just have the, you know, the the, the ability for the price to appreciate just based on it being an NFT. I think the the pot odds on this one are, are spectacular.
0: Nick, you raised your hand. Do you have something to add here?
1: Uh more a throwback to the V friends thing, actually, which is I think I found what I believe to be one of the better trade opportunities. Wait, wait,
3: wait,
1: wait! Nick got
0: a trade. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what do you want to do? Nick? Go ahead. Hold up.
1: Actually, maybe maybe I'll wait for this transaction to go through. Get come back to me and in, in one minute I have, okay. I, have a, I have a pending right. transaction. But I think I this is at least the thesis. Uh, is that well? I'll, I'll tell you as soon as okay. this is confirmed.
0: Got it. Thanks so much for that. Uh, we got Jesse with his hand raised. What's going on, Jesse?
5: Yeah, I mean, just in terms of the overall market, I think we were we were unsure if this was. You know, we're always saying, we're looking forward to the, the oh, there's going to be a big liquidity suck, and then it usually pans out. This this panned out. Like last week was just like dead. I know I, pre- other than buying up some portals, which I needed to do because I sold some like an idiot. Um, I didn't make a single trade or sale. I don't think for like four days. Um, it really did. You know, all the mid chip, whatever you want to call them, red chip. You know, not blue chip projects suffered. A bunch of projects suffered overall. Um, and then I think we're going to start to. See, I think this week is going to be really weird. It's going to be kind of like nf drunk NFTs. Like you said, the, the kick said the money's not pouring in yet. But I suspect we're going to see a couple. You're starting to see money into Doodles. You're starting to see a little into V Friends and some of these, you know, cyber brokers. I think people are looking for plays. I'm sure there's going to be one or two weird ones like the regulars, some weird meme play that's in like an ape Discord. I wouldn't put too much value into anything that happens this week. I think it's going to be a weird week with the stock market and everything. I just bought one of these. This 15-year-old that Kix was talking about was associated with this, this so kind no of – Someone
0: DM'd me and said that was a
5: scam. It's supposedly – like we're, I don't know if it's a scam or not a scam, but then – It's he, his actual alpha group. Like it It's an, an actual alpha, alpha group, group, but then he just distanced himself from it an hour ago, of course, right after I bought. And so <laughs> who knows what it is. But that's the kind of project that's going to, I think, be surfacing this week. I don't know if it's a scam, but I don't know that it's a buy either. It's just kind of one of these – that that meme went kinda of, that meme, that tweet went kind of viral from this supposed fifteen year old and then he was associated with it. Now he's not. This is the kind of week I think we're gonna have.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I wouldn't buy that. I also like, you know, I didn't buy the regulars. There was also something that got sent to me last night. um, Shout out to Bryson who just signed with Vayner sports. Bryson is one of the bigger names in play to earn gaming, uh, the founder of loot squad. And he's working as an advisor on a project. It got sent to me when it was about to mint out or excuse me, it had just started minting thousand supply and it was a two X. So I faded it. I'm being very careful these days and buying. Very high conviction stuff like you know V two and things like that, but that's not to say that little things can end up working out um, as solid short term investments. Nick, are you ready to talk about your thesis this, now this, that you bought a this. V friend for four ETH?
1: Oh, you saw that trade?
0: Yeah, I did. You bought a okay. VFriends
1: one? So no, no. Here's what the the thought is, and Gary <laughs> ha- Gary had texted me this actually, and I missed the uh, auction on it. Basically there's the spectaculars within v series 2 are below the floor price of VC V uh, v Friends series 1. To me that seems like you would actually expect the spectaculars which are the one of ones the uh top tier of the V-Friend series 2 at least to be at the floor price of V-Friend series 1. That's my general thesis there. I don't know if this is going to be uh, if this is going to pan out. Um but the fact that uh, Gary was actively texting about, yo, you're going to want to participate in this thing. That said, he is also pushing his agenda, which is selling more of those things at a ridiculous price so he can make even more cash. But that said, that's the trade that I'm making on that one. So that, that's the bet. Uh, we'll see how that plays out.
0: I think it's going to play out very well. Congratulations on
1: getting a spectacular. Did you buy any
0: floor V friends too as well?
1: I got one uh, floor that looked good. There was another one that looked compelling. But I feel like y- you buy one Specta. I-, I feel like I got exposure. Like, I'm good. This is enough. I also own a bunch of those V um, Friend sports passes. So I feel like I'm back or I'm-, I'm like at least exposed to that team and we're good.
0: You're exposed. You're definitely exposed. I just brought Carolina on oh, stage. Fuck. I might
1: buy one of these spectaculars. <laughs> I just brought and... Carolina on stage.
0: Uh, we will hear from her surrounding V Friends too. Uh, and I do want to talk more about it, Easy. So stick around. We're gonna talk about V Friends too. I also want to talk to Easy about Look Labs and what he thinks is going on with that. But Node has his hand raised and Node always has something smart to say. So what's up, Node?
9: Yeah, I'm just thinking about how you know all the attention was on <clears throat> was on Yuga. Uh, and now we're in the month of May, and I think we're going to have uh, a lot of interesting uh, things coming out from particularly the blue chips, right? So if you look, you know, Moonbirds, Doodles, um, and Azuki all pumped pretty big uh, in the last, you know, 24, 48 hours. And so I, I would imagine over the next, you know, week, two, three uh, weeks, we're going to see some decent announcements coming out from each one of the blue chips And then looking into into VCon, I think that'll be an interesting time. I I think it's going to be the best uh, by far is going to be the best kind of NFT conference of the year. Uh, And and we're going to get a lot of announcements coming out of that. You know, so look into whatever projects are going to be there. Right. And a lot of them are going to want to announce something there. So that'll be an interesting event to kind of uh, play play some trades around for sure.
0: Yeah, no question and that's the kind of bedrock of the v friends to play here. Uh real quick secrets.eat what's going on?
7: Hey, what's up GM guys? GM. I was just seeing that this company it's like the apple of China, Huawei or Huawei? Is that Huawei? Huawei. Huawei. Yeah, I thought it was Huawei. 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 I think we looked up the pronunciations like Wuwei um or something like that, but um Basically, they're like tweeted about the caked apes for some reason four hours ago. And I just sold one for a half of ETH that I've been bag holding forever. So I don't know if anyone else needs to exit that project or, or what. But or if you want to buy it, might be a buy. I have no idea why they tweeted it. My other play is stacking V Friends 2 and just using looks rare and, and maybe even Other Side Land and uh, V Friends 2 and World of Women galaxy and just getting the rewards on looks rare and just like weath offering doing make collection offer then selling it on the floor and just continue repeat rinse repeat rinse repeat
0: Yeah, I mean, the looks rare thing is no joke. If you have the collections that are highest volume, I made 300 US dollars, which now that money is barbecued for all of us doesn't sound like a lot at all. But I'm pretty sure two years ago, if you told me I could make 300 bucks in like two days just for listing an NFT and not doing anything else and not selling it, I would have probably you know, uh, taking that. And I just figure when you start to do the math on that, if I can make 1,500 bucks a month listing nfts and not selling them uh that pays for a lot of different things that i'm going to do that month so uh yeah the looks rare should not be faded it sounds like some people have been selling stuff on looks rare getting the looks bonuses i feel like the token is steadily going down so you are incentivized to claim and dump and that might make it an unsustainable mechanic that actually drives the value of the token right into the ground but i guess until then let's rock and roll um so, Carolina's on stage. She's a v Friends OG, um, and I'm assuming a v Friends 2 holder a number of times o- uh, over. I don't know if you heard what we were talking about about v Friends. It seems like a good percentage of the stage is bullish on v Friends. We've uh, pushed the floor to almost 0.9 here talking about it. Um, what do you well, think? And the, the
1: spectacular is I'm now up 0.5 ETH on that trade. Shout out to anyone who uh, is, is joining the trade.
0: Don't don't worry, it'll cool off. Go ahead, Carolina.
12: Awesome, awesome. Good morning, guys. Um, Nick, first of all, which which uh, spectacular did you get? Which character and which uh, type?
1: Uh oh, you're about to tell me that this was the wrong move. Is that what we're going? <laughs> a- I'm
12: just a- curious. Sp- I Spont- think you got a spontaneous, Wars,
1: which, which really felt my uh, f- I filled like felt like my vibe. There you go. That's uh, I couldn't spit that out.
12: A seahorse and and then what type bubble gum diamond what is it lava lava okay okay you oh, you did well you did well
0: there you go nick you got an og <laughs> saying you did it's, well look at that it's not,
12: it's not a top 20 top 15 character but but gary does like the seahorse um that's the thing with v friends that i think people misunderstand it's 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 not so much about the rarity sniper or the rare rare traits. It's more about the characters. And you have to pay attention to which uh, characters Gary uh, likes. So, for example, probably getting a patient panda instead of a spectacular, you know, even if it's a normal patient panda, could be like a better move long term than getting like a random spectacular. At least for series two. Because in series one, um, it's different. Spectaculars will have more benefits in the long term. And if you listen to, I don't want to promote myself, but I did did an interview with Gary um, late last year, and it's in my Twitter profile. And I asked him, so what's the benefit of holding a spectacular in the series one? And he told me, like, you know, when I figure out the legal stuff, if I ever launch a coffee brand, if I ever launch, you know, something around VFriends, the spectaculars are gonna get a bigger piece of the pie. Like we're gonna get I don't know, he didn't specify, but like benefits, uh, royalties, who knows? So the the, the higher tier you have, uh, they're spectacular, epic, very rare, rare, and then core. That's for series one. So if you hold the spectacular, you're gonna get more benefits in the long term. Right. In series two, it's not clear yet what kind of utility there's gonna be. Obviously, no vcon access, but he he has been hinting there will be something, but not the same utility as series uh, series one. Definitely the characters there would be the play. So if anyone's curious, like, hey, is this a good character or not? Feel free to ask me. I don't know like everything, but I've been around for a really long time. So You're making me nervous
1: about this trade. You're no. making me feel like uh, what? What was? <laughs> no. What was this a bad decision? you already but up I, a
12: half. Each. Oh, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like what you said about uh, be, uh, Series Two spectaculars being around the same level as the floor of the Series Ones. Yeah, I think that would be fair. It's not happening yet. But series one, because Gary is hyping series two, naturally people are selling series one and they're missing the the big picture. That's why series one is going down. And it's actually a great opportunity for anyone who wants to grab one from series one because in the long term, again, V Friends is a long term play. Uh series one will always be the best uh play. Yeah. But you did good. You did well.
0: You did well, Nick, and yeah, I mean, what Carlina is basically pointing out is just how damn consistently short-sighted the entire NFT space can be, and we all start to think, like, oh, this is just a digital picture, let me sell this. Well, it's a digital picture that's, you know, basically represent- representing an investment in a corporation, more or less, and I know they're not securities, blah, 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 but this is Gary V's exactly. life. Exactly. And and this is what he's trying to do. Like for he wants to be in the entrepreneurial Hall of Fame, is what he said. And at this point, for someone like that, it, it really is not about the money anymore. He wants to just have accomplishments, and he's NFT native, and NFTs are going to help with that. We're 17 days away from the the conference, and the floor is sub one ETH. I don't know. Do you need any more info than that? I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean,
1: yeah. So sorry why is that like, is that a great deal? Is Ask paying... yourself
0: one question. It, it,
1: 27... it is a
12: great deal. It is a great deal. Ask yourself
1: dollars for a conference.
0: One. It's not a, a ticket to the conference. This is a V friend uh, too. Oh, a- ask oh, yourself... oh,
1: you're talking about a V friend. Yeah. He's yeah about too. Too. Maybe,
0: maybe the ticket is a good like flip maybe, but I'm talking about the V friend too. And Got the, it. The, the binary question that I ask myself is it's sub one E that's, right now. I bought it less than, you know, lower than this. Um, do I think that Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Gary Vaynerchuk, one of the biggest names in the space and someone that's known for marketing and hype. Do I believe that Gary Vaynerchuk can get this thing to 1.25 ETH at any point in the future when he got hit, when he got his first one from 0.5 to 18, do I think that at any point in the future, this guy can get this up by fifty percent, and the binary answer that I'm giving myself to that question is yes.
12: He will, and the thing—the thing is, people expect that to happen overnight. Like, oh, I hope Gary will say something tomorrow that will make the price go up. But no, it—you can. You, what you said, Pio, that's the right man, uh, mindset. It will in the future. It could be next month. It could be in, in two weeks during Beacon. We don't know. Uh, but you have to buy with conviction and and believe it, that this guy is going to be around for the next 40 years building this thing. So it, it is a good play at sub one.
0: That's that's my uh,
12: theory, too. Nick, you were going to say something.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I'm. Uh, but if you give me the mic, shout out to all my spontaneous seahorses out there. <laughs> y'all, y'all the best uh, represent for the crew. Um, and there's also one on here. I forget what it was. The rattlesnake. Really, basically, the most phallic V-friend that you can purchase. Shout out to it, ever. It does
0: look like a penis. It the delights. one you showed that's, like, <laughs> sniffing
3: the air. Because I have a rattlesnake, too, but mine has, like, its tongue out and does not appear as uh, promiscuous as the one that you have.
0: Yeah, It's it,
12: probably it, meditating. <laughs> it it does
0: look like a penis. Uh, it, let's be real. Um, we, we When Gary comes on the show next time, we'll probably have to say that to him just to get a reaction out of him. We'll see if he's got a sense of humor. Uh, Micah... You sold a land that had a coda on it, pre-reveal, and you I said did. you and you said that you didn't care if if that happens. You said you were ready to risk that. and now here we are Monday morning. you're codaless unless you've made moves that I don't know about, and you made a lot of money selling them pre-reveal. but how do you feel?
13: I actually feel pretty good and uh, and again, I think the main key is like my strategy is always to kind of be true to myself and, like, what I'm thinking. And at the moment, if I could go back, actually, if any of you could go back and re-roll that with the understanding that Mutant Lands would drop to 6 Ethereum if you miss or go up to 35-ish if you hit, um, but you have a 1 in 10 chance of hitting, just understanding that math, like, you're just gambling. And that's not a very good gamble, right? A 10 ETH loss if you miss 9 out of 10 or a, you know, 20-ish ETH win... If you hit, it's just not good numbers if it's nine of 10 losing, one of 10 succeeding. So, the math of it to me still, I would 100% sell it pre reveal again because I'm just not in the space to do gambling. I'm in the space to like make money and make good trades. So, when people are confusing investing with gambling and buying stuff pre revealed, like the worst thing you can do at a casino is win your first hand, right? The worst thing you can do is succeed at that first you know, spin or whatever on the roulette wheel. And like, I don't gamble. So I'm super happy for people that gambled and made you, money you on it. You told
0: me before you like to gamble. You did the staple verse gamble. Well, what are
13: you talking well about? I like the, not with, uh, not with 16 Ethereum, not okay. with, uh, not with a year of, of my, uh, kids potential college, uh, tuition. Fair um, enough. So, yeah. So, I mean, like there's little stuff that I'll play around with. But just when we're getting up to those numbers, I am 100% happy coming out of the weekend with half of my yearly salary in gains. And, like, to get greedy with that and attempt to, like, pay it back, like, it's just not me as a trader. So so I think that's the biggest key is, like, if you're going to be in the space and you have to be comfortable with missing out on gains. Because every single week you will watch as some dumb project mince millionaires that you never thought was going to happen. And like that can be really mentally straining. So the key is just to understand your, your own self and what you're comfortable with and just realize you're not like you're not going to be able to trade against hindsight. So this is the 20th time that I've lost, you know, life changing money by not holding the right thing. I sold three Azukis at 1.5 Ethereum, sold 25 Cool Cats, sold an NFT Worlds at 0.03 Uh, I've got, I've got so many of those examples that like, it doesn't hurt as much, but if you are new to the space I think that's important. It's just to understand, like, don't confuse gambling with, uh, you know, with investing and the real way that you continue to make money is being smart about your plays and being true to yourself, not by occasionally hitting on it. So I'm super happy for people that hit on your gamble. Um, I think there's a lot more people not posting on Twitter who didn't hit on their gamble. Um, and those those people aren't making posts,
7: but they're just as much Do, members of the community. Mika, I went O for 9, so talk about gambling. If I did the math of three mutant lands that I could have sold pre-reveal and five, six of the other ones that I went O for 6 on, um, literally I don't even want to think about that number, but my plan was always to hold it long-term, but I completely agree with you. The play was totally to sell pre reveal and then buy a coda on the floor if you wanted to.
13: Yeah, I sold three regu- I sold three crappy lands for eight point five ish a piece and none of them had a coda. That's so good. so like Y'all are complaining about when it works. I wanna
7: know okay bears a
3: buy right now. Just tell no, me that. No, wait till <laughs> forty. Wait till forty and that's what was terrible but you guys are complaining about like 30 to 40 grand in free claims for land and your profile
7: pictures are six figures oh! <laughs> yeah i ain't complaining that's... like i said i'm long-term holding I'm, I'm gonna accumulate more land i'm just gonna keep doing looks rare trade on the floor and i'm gonna keep arbitraging that and collecting looks but also i don't agree with pio on the whole looks dumping completely i think it gets down to 0.8 or or 80 cents or so maybe, and it bounces back to a $1.50 or $2. But I do think there's some long-term believers. WAPI and I like firmly believe, I told WAPI he should get a job with Looks Rare because how much he supports them and everything that they do. And they give back to the space. Like I've made two grand last month, just trading or staking. So, I mean like that's eventually gonna pay my wife's salary like everyone knows, my baby's about to be born any second now.
0: Congratulations!
7: So like, yeah, thank you so much. When reveal, we don't know yet. Hopefully Thursday or soon.
0: <laughs> well, you better be ready to drive to the hospital. Um, yeah, I'm
7: ready. I'm ready. We got yeah, but, the route planned out.
0: <laughs> but um, I mean, but, look. Uh, before looks we wrap, yeah, go ahead. Nick.
1: Real quick, before we wrap, I just want to say that NFT God has announced a hostile takeover of uh, the Nifty portal. Uh, look, we, we we don't want to have to go through this NFT God. Uh, we don't want to have to um, go through a volatile takeover. We want the people to uh, be treated well if this is going to go down that way. Um, but uh, he has bought more portals uh, than both of us and a sophisticated art speculator. So uh, there is a little bit of a competition here.
0: I had yeah. more before, but I gave them all away, and it's going to go down like the Bitcoin pizza story. Go ahead, NFT God. Yeah, I was just going to say it's
11: it's kind of too late for that. Uh, I feel like there's absolutely no freedom of speech in this space on a daily basis. We <laughs> do not allow shillers to come up on the stage and shill their shitty derivative cartoon project. I am going to come in here and allow anyone to speak about any project and harass anyone that comes on stage. I feel like there's not enough harassment. I feel like you don't play enough uh, rap songs or curse words, so things
0: will change right so. around <laughs> Yeah, everyone,
13: everyone should have a speaker slot. There should be 1,600 speaker slots, and everyone gets to unmute whenever they want. All
0: right, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Uh, while the show flew by today, there was more that I wanted to talk about, specifically about Endgame and uh, Look Lab's game keys. And I'm trying to get, by the way, Redbeard from Look Lab's to uh come on for an interview i mean he wants to come on uh however i think he is uh abnormally busy is the vibe that i get because he dms me at you know just like randomly and then he's just unreachable unreachable but shout out to Redbeard. hope we can get you on buddy hope we can reveal get in scheduled. two days end game in two days let's go okay Endgame's games reveal in, is in two days okay so and, uh,
6: azuki's on uh beans are on the fifth
0: Beans are on the 5th. That's going to be huge. Nodes excited about that. We're going to see Nodes bean, and we're going to see if there's a pump or if there's a dump couple of announcements that I think are notable is that we're going to be giving away $4,000 worth of NFTs that I have curated myself uh, this week. So not 100% sure what day, but we are going to do a big giveaway with our sponsor FTX. Sign up at nifty.com slash FTX or on the mobile app with the code the Nifty. We're going to have one of their higher ups on uh, for a little bit of a chat and give away $4,000 worth of NFTs. I believe what I suggested was a Creature World, because I feel like we're nearing the bottom of Creature World, so if you win that and hold it, I might get you a little bit of return there. Um, the Littles, which uh, is worth, I think, 0.2 ETH, and then a Capsule House by Seer, um, what, what's his name, Seer Light, I think is is his name, uh, that one's also a hot one, so I think that's worth like 0.7, so we're giving away 4,000 US dollars worth, Nick, you have your hand raised, what's up?
1: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, right before we wrap. Uh, also, well, I don't know. I feel like Ben Jamin said he was going to post some tweet, uh, but he's going to be coming on to do more, uh, even more content. So we're really excited about that. Um, just thought I'd shout that out before we uh, wrap.
0: Oh, yeah, I was about to get to that, but thanks for stealing my thunder. Uh, Yes, Benjamin, it sounds like, uh, you know, we're working on a little deal. Uh, Benjamin might uh, come on. I mean, it sounds like he's going to come on and join us uh, in the content department. So the team is growing, ladies and gentlemen, and Benjamin... For your
3: portals, let's
0: go! Benjamin is smarter than all three of the founders of this business, me, Nifty Nick, and Captain Kick, so I view that as a big, big, upgrade um and i'm very excited to see what comes of it ben was there anything that you wanted
4: to say i don't
1: know about that yeah well
4: i I appreciate the compliments but i would say you guys are far ahead in the intelligence department look what you've built already (laughs) really doing well here and super excited to join the team and help provide some content and you know i I love being a part of, of this show this family this community and got a lot of things planned we've you know we've some things we've talked about Behind the scenes, um, the, the first piece of content that I'm going to put out is a little bit further breakdown of, of the other side, codas, uh, and some things that people just haven't really been talked about yet. So think definitely some things in queue and, you know, thanks to, to P.O., Nick, Kix bringing me on and really excited to be a part of the family.
0: Hell yeah. We're really excited to have you. And ladies and gentlemen, you can expect more expansion in the content department of the Nifty because the content is our bread and butter. Uh, And you can expect us try to partner with the notable brands in the space if they'll take us. But we'll we'll see about that. They might think we're a little bit too wild. This show happens Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1030 a.m. Eastern time every single week. We're crazy. We have no lives. Sometimes we do it at night. Nick does it until two in the morning. It's a market and trade talk show. You can check out our NFT at the top to join our community. It is not an alpha group. Everyone's calling it an alpha group. It's a club. If you believe in us, you want to grow with us, you can join. Uh, Do it before it's too late.